Oh, how's everybody doing out there? Happy New Year's Eve for those of you that give a shit about uh, New Year's. Um, New Year's Eve, peasant chat, last one of the year, last chat of the year. Next year, we're going to have a nice, nice reset of the sponsor banner. If you want to become a sponsor, hit me up. Uh, I'm not looking to um, really give a lot of wiggle room. I think this show has a decent amount of influence where it's worth to have a... a, a a sponsor banner up the people that i'm happy with they'll be contacted but i'm gonna just reset everything because one i want to clean up the sponsors no need to have 16 sponsors on the channel <clears throat> other the other thing is i gotta start getting you know maximizing my funds if i'm gonna keep getting screwed over on motor build so today what we're gonna talk about is are you a window licking fucktard what does that mean well if you follow timmy Gamus, he talks about Promod guys specifically. See, he's in the Promod world, and I've come across these guys that just because you have and own and pay for a fast car does not mean that you automatically know more than the next guy. I've come across crazy uh, people where they basically say, "Well, this guy has been faster than you, so this guy's no, this guy knows more than you," and that couldn't be farther from the case. Just because you, let's say, bought a six-second car or seven-second car and it's a vetted car and it goes A to B sevens, it doesn't necessarily mean you know more than a guy that has built his own stick shift Fox body, built his own motor, built his own trans, built his own rear end, built everything and just wants to go nines stick shift. I would say that the guy that built everything on his own and went nines <clears throat> maybe has more experience and is knows more about cars. <coughs> but the guy that bought a seven-second car turnkey knows less. But that doesn't mean he doesn't know anything. That means he probably said, I'd rather just buy something vetted and go. But that doesn't mean just because he's faster that he knows more. And a lot of people, especially in the motor comments, I've dropped, I dropped, I think, six videos last week. That And that's what it looks like when I actually have time. Well, <clears throat> I, most of the videos were about taking the motor apart. But I did an interview with Justin Dugan. I did uh, another uh dino situation with jake and uh, i believe fox body stuff also so I, I was trying to get you guys as much content as possible while i was off so in the motor teardown videos there's always people in there that go alex you should totally take that bottom end apart and send it out hell i can get new pistons and a new crank if i were you not realizing that i am taking pictures of everything i've taken all the cam caps off I sent the pictures to many people that I trust to get their opinions on what I'm seeing and what I'm feeling and doing all the vetting. And they think that all I show you on the video is the only vetting I do and that I'm waiting for YouTube comments to tell me what to do. But if it was uh, if it was up to the people on the comment section, I, would, I, I wouldn't have to buy a billet block, billet crank, brand new pistons and rods to be okay for 11 or 1200 horsepower. Understanding that a short block... A 5.8 liter forged short block is over $12,000. You understand? Like that engine in good running order with good heads and valves that were actually replaced and springs that were actually replaced and making 11 or 1200 horse is worth about twenty dollars to $23,000. Way more expensive than a Coyote. Not necessarily better, but more expensive just because there's less of them. And it's expensive stuff. The, the, the 5.8, 5.4 stuff is on the expensive side, especially the 5.8 stuff. So we'll talk about the fact that have you come across people that, let's say, don't own a car, don't know anything about a car, but let's say they buy something. Let, not, don't own the car. Let's say they buy something. 
and they have a tuner, a motor builder, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. But then you guys say, well, he has been this fast. So that means that guy knows more than you. I guarantee there are tuners, shop owners, people out there that have built cars for customers knowing, knowing that the owner is a window-licking fucktard that doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about and has no clue about anything. He just pays the bill. Exactly. People think I'm waiting for YouTube comments to tell me what to do. Let's talk about it. But before we do that, we'll do the last Do It Live of 2023. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. That's right. And finally, for the last time this year, we're going to have this row of sponsors on the show. Two Up Solutions. Two Up Solutions. Rami Zainan. He's also looking to get into motor building and doing a whole bunch of stuff because even he doesn't trust the stuff that's going on out there relying on motor builders on the Chevy and Ford side and he's like I'm gonna take the reins and do it myself to Auto Solutions Race Motor check them out they got some road racing stuff going on uh, this summer or summer spring Race Motor Roll Racing shit Pocono Raceway and MIR DNAHapperformance.com DNAHapperformance DNAHapperformance on Instagram they, they are the most consistent sponsor I've had this year their bill is paid on time every time Part Farm, partfarm.com, the Part Farm Notch got a workout yesterday. Took it to get washed up. Raced a couple of 392 Hellcat or 392 uh, Chargers. Mopped them up easy. That's not even a competition for that car. I should I should look for Hellcats in that thing. Conformance, conformance.com. I'm going to send him my 2650 one of these days. Ultimate Header, Ultimate Header on Instagram, ultimatehater.com. PMAS, Nick James, PMAS. And Calmer Transmission, CalmerTransmission.com. Again, Corvette was supposed to go up there this week. But I was busy tearing apart this fucking motor situation that has consumed my life. And do you guys understand? I don't want to become a motor guy. I'd rather not know anything about motors. I'd rather just pay you. You give me a working product and I live my life. Those days are apparently over. Oh my God, I'm going to sneeze all fucking episode. I'm sorry, guys. This is going to be a terrible. I got up at 530 today. I was fine. Walk Tony. Did my thing. Ten minutes before the show's about to air, I, I freaking start getting allergies. So I took two Benadryl and a fucking Zyrtec. If I die on the show, we'll catch it live. Kellen Sox, Joe Swish. Kellen Sox again, 2000 MCR. Joe Jackson, The Wolf, Harley Gonzalez. Har Harley Gonzalez? JD Swags, Jared, Wesley Stewart, Kylie Kelly, Monty 540. EPA's in the house. EPA's always in the house. T.J. Skorsky, RCSP Ricky B. LaVash, RCSP Ricky Dixon, Clean on the 3GT, Age of Puerto Rico, Mark Christensen, Craig Walls, Mr. Bill Noonan himself, Rich 5 Big Guns, Tiller, Robert, wait, Bert Rowan, Hassan Abbas, James N.J., Chris Powell, Ultimate 89, Walter Hoffman, Brian 03 Cobra, 11 Second Eclipse, EPA, it says it's breathing in all that oil from the intake valves, Robert Doss, Tony Dominguez, Blue Oval, Twan Legend, Black, Black Fire Performance, Khalid Walid, Oscar Hernandez, Martin Robles. Fuck, these fucking allergies are killing me, dude. I mean, nothing I take works. And I fucking hate doctors. And all they're going to do is pill you up and, and jab you up. Fuck that. Sleepy Boy, Josh Roy, Jeff Betts, Nitrous and Biosupplies, Jack Sand Jeeper, Jose Flores, Matt Twin, Levin GT, Ashley Fox, Rocco Zioli, Eminem, Jeff Betts, um, Abdullah Alabasi, Mercury Motorsports, Justin Bale, Justin Bales? 
Christian Anderson, J.D. Swag, Ivan, Abdullah, Matt Oliver, Chris Basin. Let's get all the way to the bottom and get this fucking show going because it's the last one. Might as well just phone it in. Kevin, why didn't you just get someone that PBH recommends to build the GT500 engine? Because PBH doesn't recommend any fucking motor builder. They don't trust motor builders. They got out of the motor building game. Do you fucking stand? There is no legit 5458 motor builder anywhere. I don't recommend anyone, and that's why PBH got out of the game. After going through seven or eight motor builders, he's like, I'm fucking done with all these guys. I'm done with all these guys. They're all fucking nobodies. All these motherfuckers are fucking fucking you, bro. They're all fucking you. They don't know shit. They send the fucking head out to a fucking machine shop. Machine shop goes, I don't know, it looks good. Don't sit in a tank 13 times. Charges 1700 bucks. Motor building is mostly bullshit on the Ford side. Mostly. There's probably three guys I trust. And one of them is Ford. Why don't you send it to someone? I talked to Jake. Jake's like, bro, I don't trust nobody. The guy who built this motor the first time has since been literally responsible for most of the bullshit online where we just don't trust motor builders. Remember when you guys talked about um, uh, dead blow hammers? Remember the dead blow hammer stuff? See, that, that, that's where it originated. And people started just making fun. And we're like, we're just backing off of this whole situation. And that's what I mean about window-licking fucktards, right? That guy is a great example of what I would say is a window-licking fucktard. Do you not think I've gone through this? Do you not think... Do you think everything I do on video is the only thing I do? You don't think I'm on the phone. You don't think I'm calling people. You don't think I'm talking to senior. You don't think I'm talking to motor people. You don't think I'm talking to legit people that I think in the industry are worth talking about. You think, oh, well, hey, guys, let me, let me, let me, let me go to the comment section and wait there and figure out what's going on. Oh, look, Kevin says, why didn't you go to someone PBH recommends? Oh, whoa, <laughs> I should have thought of that. Well, you know, you know, Kevin, thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you very much, my lord. So, after taking everything apart at the bottom end and really reading through the comments and showing you guys, a lot of you guys don't know what the fuck you're talking about. So, when I worked in Texas at a hot rod shop, and I put that shit in quotation marks as a motherfucker. Might as well, might as well have been a money laundering operation. Um, The owners i'm sorry of the vehicles didn't know what the fuck they were talking about right so a lot of the times we would build them you know 800 700 horsepower muscle car they come pick it up it's a crate engine uh it's a it's a t56 or tko 500 or 600 from uh, uh um, i forget the name american powertrain solutions or something like that rear end from Mosier. stick it in a paint booth and see you later and all of a sudden this guy who's driving it around is an expert in muscle cars all of a sudden i'm like excuse me you, you know you don't you just pay the bill but you don't know that you go to a car show you see this guy sit, sitting standing next to a challenger a charger a chevelle or a mustang or camaro 
and you think he knows what the fuck he's talking about. Then he shows up on Monday to your job and asks you the dumbest questions on the planet. So that kind of made me go, wow, a lot of these people just pay the bill and don't know what they're talking about. And you know what I, you know what I, um, I'm blown away by the most is imagine the life of a guy. Okay. I, I get offered this at least two or three times a year. Alex, I want you to be my guy. I want you to go to the track with me. Data log it. If any mechanical issues arise, you take care of them. Transmission, gearing, this and that. And again, this isn't, I'm not dealing with guys that are wanting to go sixes or sevens, you know, really fast stuff. I'm talking about guys that want to go bottom nines, high eights, or mid eights. So what I do is I set up a Patreon just to talk to you about what I think should happen. But people want me to physically go to a track, tune the car at the track, Dalloting, go to some local events, blah, 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 blah. But the problem is these guys don't know a goddamn thing. And I feel sorry for the tuner, builder, crew chief that has to deal with a guy that just has money but no know-how. How many times have you seen a guy, let's say, tunes a car and he, let's say, can't make it that weekend and the car struggles? You're telling me you haven't picked up anything from the tuner by like osmosis? Like you haven't seen some of the conditions of the track and learned along the way, okay, the car shouldn't leave on 80 pounds of boost. We should ramp it in because we have data based on these notes. I've seen that a lot of times where maybe the tuner can't show up to the track that day and the car struggles. And then guess who they blame? The guy that's not at the track, the tuner. Wait a minute. You own the car. You've seen me talk about conditions. You've seen the changes I've made. You? Like, I can't hand the reins off to somebody that has no ability to learn along the way. They just want to be ignorant to everything you do, get in it, cut a light, and then blame somebody else if the issue pops up. So when I see people in the comments talking this nonsense, I'm like, wait a minute. Do you don't think I have access to all these people in one way or another and you don't think I've, I've I've reached the conclusion that I shouldn't I trust maybe one or two guys and those guys aren't willing to work on 5458 stuff like LNM Michael Rauscher legit if Michael Rauscher's fucking with my shit you know what I mean like if Michael Rauscher was like I ah uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to build your piece of shit. Okay. You're going to build it personally? Yeah. Here's here's my motor. With the utmost confidence that it's going to get done great because the guy is a wealth of knowledge. He's been around the game a long time. And LM, legit. I don't know who's building the motors there now. I'm not saying he's not, but I don't know. So that's why I'd rather go, eh, I'm going to bypass that whole situation. I just received a $10,000 tuition bill, basically learning who all who another person not to go to. But there are people in the comments that are literally like, you, you, you should send it back. Or, oh my God, you should send it to this guy. Have you heard about this guy in Orlando? Have you heard about this guy in Ohio? Have you heard about, have you? Have you sent your 4.6 or 5.4 or 5.8 to the person you're telling me to go to? No, 
Ah, so you're a window-licking fucktard that has no experience on these builds, and you're, you're just saying stuff that you've heard on the internet or on Muscle Mustangs and Fast Forwards magazine. You know, is Big Daddy still building Fox bodies in, <laughs> in New Jersey? I guarantee you guys, you guys would say crazy stuff like that. So, unfortunately, and fortunately, my channel, and all you guys got to do is go to every engine teardown video and go to the comments. And you will realize that if you are green to this game, if you're green to this game, you are getting such conflicting information that it's understandable why people either leave the platform or choose the wrong people. Now, again, b this channel being a very, very visual and opinionated channel, I totally understand that people don't want to fuck with it. I'll fuck with it. I'll learn. I'll do whatever I need to do. But I hate the fact that I'm at the I'm at the point that I now have to learn about motor stuff because tuners generally aren't motor people. Motor people are motor people. Tuners are tuners. If you're a motor person, meaning bearing tolerances, piston design, ring gap, based on experience, um, you know, crank flex, what kind of bearing, what kind of gasket, how thick of a gasket, where to set up the cams, what's the best optimal cam uh, 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 let's say position for to, for the best performance you're gonna eventually now have to learn motor stuff and that is a whole nother you can't just merge one with the other you have to really know the basically machinist style and lingo and nomenclature as to motor building where I it, it's like going into transmission stuff right you, you remember Steve Morris was having a whole bunch of issues with transmission stuff not too long ago so he is a motor guy and a tuner so he's like i don't want to know about transmissions i just want to give you money and i want a transmission that just works well guess what happens now he has to learn about transmissions because he is let's just say eclipsing some of the designed specs of the transmissions that he's using the car is very heavy it makes about three thousand horsepower or more so now he has to learn about transmissions and you can see the pain in his face because he's like, I don't want to learn transmission stuff. I want to give you, I want to give you money and I want a transmission that'll hold up to the abuse. So I'm at this, I'm at this crossroads where I'm dealing with people that have never done it before, never dealt with people they're recommending, telling you they're badass because they're fast. And I already made that mistake. Well, he's fast. He should know stuff. So we're going to have to do a couple of things this coming year. Section hate is going to have to be changed. The name is going to have to change to probably, like someone said, tuition bill or tuition or something. So if you guys can come up with some names for section hate, we'll change it over to tuition, master's degree, bachelor's degree, something when it has to, it has to do with learning and money because that's all I've done with the $10,000. Now imagine if you were a guy and you had no access to the people that I have access to and you are listening to people you think know stuff and you send it to homeboy, never have heard of him, never seen any of his shit go fast and it, I got recommended people that I know are whack shit. 
Like, I have seen the motor work, and it is whack shit. And I've got recommended those people. And I said, I'm good because I don't want to end up in that boat because this customer of mine or that customer of mine or this and this and that had happened. So uh, at the end of the day, 5458 five, stuff, I probably trust Michael Rosha at L&M only. Nobody else. And uh, I don't think he's working on the car, on the, on the motors anymore. And uh, aside from that, maybe get some uh, bearing clearances from this guy and that guy and this guy. Get the, the the cumulative knowledge Lund Racing has and just do it myself because at the end of the day, it's not any worse than what's already out there and I might not have to pay people to do stuff I can probably do at home. I was surprised when you said he, he was going to build it. So much negativity surrounding him and his quality. Uh, yeah, well, not on the 5458 side, but that was my fault. For, for ignoring the obvious stuff that was out there based on based on the cards I tuned. I tuned cars that he had motors built for and they made good power. So I said, what are you going to do? Let's give it a shot. And, you know, talk the good talk and lesson learned. PhD Trinity U, 401k to play. Oh, bro, that's why I don't speak on stuff I'm not educated on exactly. It's a wonder that that motor started. Um, EPA, you're wrong for that. What the EPA say? Just name... <laughs> No, no, no. Definitely not going to do that. Definitely want that chapter. I definitely want to turn the page on that. I definitely want my life to not intersect his shit. I'm, I'm owed my pistons back. Yeah, I want my pistons back. And once I, once I um, get everything fixed and the car's running good, I'm gonna ask for some. I'm gonna ask for some money back because this car's a dud. I don't think I'm gonna get it, but I'm definitely gonna get my pistons back. Um, Harvard arm and a leg school of hard knocks. Eh, come on. Uh, <laughs> stop it. Is it a red flag if you only see old school muscle cars in the shop? Well, yeah. So this is a great segue as to what I'm talking about. So I was coming from the, let's just say, well, oh, Jesus, um, Fox Body World. And <clears throat> Yolo Douchebag started talking his shit. Yolo Douchebag was out there saying all this crazy stuff and people were actually believing it. And then I got hired to be the, what do you call it? Service advisor or hot rod, late model hot rod service advisor at a shop. Not having a dime of late model hot rodding experience, except for my own coyote with a Bama tune. So imagine you go to a hot rod shop that has nothing but Chevelles, Camaros, old Camaros, old stuff. And you want your coyote to get a tune, a cold air, and long tube headers. Unless they have a Lund Racing banner or any aftermarket, uh, let's say, tuner on, on, the, uh, on the docket. And you have to do your due diligence. You can't just go in there and blindly not know anything. And just take it to a hot rod shop and use the following logic. Well, they build hot rods. How hard can it be? Well... Here I am, like a dumbass with a Bama-tuned coyote telling people how to build theirs. Now, in that shop, that's where I got my experience in terms of the late model game, how it works at that level, at the, uh, perf- at the, at the billing level, at the wholesale level, at the managing um, 
techs, managing schedules, managing people, managing projects, and I wanted nothing to do with it. <coughs> He'll never give me back half the money. You crazy? That's what I want, though. Should be called house money, blue balls. I want my two dollars. Jared Balls, I think that swing by Tuesday to check it out. Okay, with a band between exactly like 112. Desert 1320, your channel is great. Sir, it is. Any plans to do standalone on a zero one? Fuck no. Why would I ever why would I ever do that? Why would I ever do a standalone on a fucking ZR1 that makes A50? Tops. Standalone. Standalone, he says. Um, I built my own engine, says Louis Araya. Transmission differentials and iTunes. 30 years in the sport taught me that. You need to be a master technician. You know what? And I hate the fact that I'm there. Um, I never wanted to buy a cherry picker. I never wanted to buy an engine stand. I never wanted to buy anything above a floor jack because I thought to myself, I don't need any of that stuff. I'm not going to do this crazy amount of work. I have people that do it for me. And then you saw what happened with the Fairmont when I dropped it off to a guy I trusted locally. Car sat for months. I said, okay, that's gone. So there goes any work that needs to be done to the car that needs a lift. Gone. Um, motor work. You saw that. As a matter of fact, the best cars that I have are the cars that I bought that were pretty much good to go. The ZR1 and the Notch. Every other car except the white car. The white car taught me a lot about turbo kits, what the people are manuf- what the people are offering out there, the amount of work that needs to be so so I'm not gonna um look at a customer that is he's like, hey, I'm gonna install a single turbo kit, the same one that you were installing on the channel. What do you think? I'm like, what kind of tools do you have? <coughs> you need to relocate a lot of things to get wiring out of the way. You need to do a lot of work. You need to potentially move AC lines. You need to do a lot of shit. Oh, that doesn't say it in the instructions. Yeah, correct. I had those instructions. It was a one page of instructions. So that taught me a couple of things. Nothing is a kit. Nothing is really a kit. A lot of the stuff requires custom stuff. Case in point. A lot of you guys are questioning in the comments about bottom end noise. Alex, you said you heard bottom end noise. Well, on one of the headers, I noticed that it's rubbing up against the body somewhere. So I could be hearing bottom end noise or I could be hearing the header primary hitting somewhere on the body, the frame, or the firewall. Who knows? So now the the, the two-inch primary headers, they just don't go on. You need to do some custom stuff to install two-inch headers on. When it comes to, let's say, the hardware. And you got to bend this, bang that, clearance the shaft, move the motor up or down, shim things. Move it because it's not just a one 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 size fits all situation. So I, that, that taught me a lot. Basically, what I've done is I've learned so much with the the late model Mustang game that if you want to really work on your own stuff, not only do you need a shitload of tools, you need almost every single tool a master technician would own to work on these cars and not need any help. Then I thought to myself. I don't need an engine an engine stand because I'm never going to be diagnosing an engine or taking one apart. Now, here we are. Now, I'm there. I actually bought myself a set of quick jacks. You know how expensive a quick jack is? But I thought to myself, being on the ground, it looks to be a very normal thing in the foreseeable future. So I need a lot more ground clearance. One of the more, just one of the more time-consuming things and sketchy things I do is lift the GT500 up on four jack stands. 
one side, then while you're lifting the other side, you got to make sure that side's not going to slip off, and then you get it up about a foot, then you got to go back again and lift it up another, put blocks of wood under the jack, get it up really high so you have enough room underneath. So I thought to myself, fuck it, let me just buy myself a set of sixteen to $1,700 quick jacks that brings the car way the hell up in the air. Why? Because it's out of necessity at this point. I don't trust that the stuff that I have is adequate, but the stuff that I have is really all I should need. But now I'm at the point where I'm putting motors in and out of cars consistently, so it's time to up my tool game. And now I'm running out of room. I'm quickly running out of room on both garages because it's full of big tools that I used once in a blue that I thought I'd never have to own. But here we are. I got to get it. I got to get so much dumb shit, it's not even funny, to do everything on this motor in terms of the cam stuff, the vetting, the the torquing, and and all that stuff on my own. It's crazy stuff. Quality of work in all aspects in the country has declined tremendously. You know, somebody... So I'm a psycho. Do you feel that we have altered a timeline somewhere, like around COVID? Remember how happy a lot of us were 2015, 2016, 2017? Pretty happy. Things were good. Did like someone go back to grab an infinity stone and alter the timeline where now everything sucks? Like everything sucks. Everything sucks. Quality sucks. People suck. Ford sucks. And everything is like up is down, down is up. Everything is fucked up. People's attitudes are fucked up. People's quality's fucked up. Like the world is upside down. And you're go and you're wondering what happened? What happened in the last four years where everything has gone to absolute horse shit? No honorable people. People try, constantly trying to fuck you. And I'm like, or or maybe I have been blackpilled. And that's probably more likely than uh someone went back and get an infinity stone. So what's black pill? Black pill is when you basically are a pessimist about everything and you see the world for what it is and you think the worst of it. And I think, you know, when you put out that kind of negative energy, it just kind of multiplies and it comes back. Because honestly, I'm I'm realistic. I've tried to put out good energy in the world and it just, you know, it, I, I tried to see the benefit of the, I tried to give someone the benefit of the doubt only to get super hosed on it. And I'm like, wow. So what what is happening? Is it is it my black pilled nature that's making me see the world for what it is, or something really happened in the last four years that has gone to shit? You know what, Ashley Fox, that's a very good point. Nobody wants to work. See, people like the administration will tell you that unemployment is at its lowest ever. That's if you actually want to work and are looking for work. How do you get how do you get unemployment figures when you stop looking for work? You don't you don't collect unemployment benefits. You don't even check in for unemployment stuff. You just say I'm not going to go to work or I'll work under the table. So unemployment is a fake number. It's lower than it's ever been, right? Cuz there's less people in the workforce than there's ever been. So I think everything quality-wise is just trash. And a lot of people get away with it because maybe they there's a fudge factor in there where you're like, well, you know, I'm not going to replace these springs. They look fine, even though you had a valve train issue. Well, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and, uh, you know, reuse this part because it's not a big, big issue. What's the big deal? He's only making 1200 Fuck it. Unreal. <clears throat> when they turned on that Hydron Collider, 
You know what? Correct. That's something that we talk about. Supply chain still suck. They can't blame COVID anymore. We got robbed. Money is so worthless now. Um, Joy B being president. I don't. I don't disagree. Uh, get the uh, <laughs> kick to persuade someone to get let go of their garage spot for you. I live 20 miles from CERN in Oak Ridge. Everything is backwards since 2013. 2024, Black Swan. I, I, I agree. Something bad, I feel, might happen. I don't think there'll be an election. How's that? I don't think there'll be a fucking election. No way. Uh-uh. I think what'll happen is Poppy Trump is going to get 85 million votes. No one will accept that. And they'll say, this is obviously false because there's no way a guy that ran the fucking show wonderfully gets three quarters of the vote of the, of the general voting public. Unreal. Like the Daniel Tosh joke, 50% of the people don't deserve a job. You know things are bad when the new Chandra is a piece of shit. You're going, to throw, you're going through every fear that I have about having someone build an engine for me. Yeah, nobody wants to work. You look. The Lunds have gone through engine engine builds, and I'm not going to name names, but they've gone through engine builds, and, and you know what? Kudos to, kudos to them how they handled it. <coughs> I would have wanted to kill people, but kudos to them how they handled it. I'm a little more vocal, and I am, uh, let's just say, very public. So if something goes wrong, I'll tell you my experience, but I'm not going to go on a bash fest. I'm just going to show you what I'm doing. Um... American Motorsports, thanks, brother. Just did some racing, did some research, and I'd love to know what Lund Racing and Alex recommends. What are you talking about, Mercury Motorsports? Maybe you'd have to repeat the uh, the thing. Uh, quick money, that's why quality is down. Sadly, I agree, Alex. We are fucked. The internet, um, Leo versus the internet says, dang, watching you speak about today's society making me depressed and I just woke up. Look. Um, one of the one of the things I pride myself on, at least, is that I I do my best to steer people the right way and do right by people. And I tell you guys that story that where is zip tie racing being funny? Zip tie racing literally said, this is what I'm talking about. Spend the money, call Steve Morris. This guy's a crazy engine builder. At zip tie racing literally said, spend the money, call Steve Morris. He's a crazy engine builder. That's what I mean. You guys are absolute window-linking fucktards in the comments. So one of the things I pride myself on is if if I feel I, I, I tried to do something for you and, and shit went wrong, even if it was my fault, I, I told you the story about the um, the seats. I refunded the guy a full, all the money because I felt so terrible about him. And then it got paid back in a way where I sold something else years later and he bought it sight unseen because he trusted me. And once the trust has been pretty much put to bed and gone, I'd be crazy to try to go back and give you another chance at things. Because, shame, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. You can't get fooled again. Do you think 2020 GD500s go down in price over the next year? If you, I know you don't like them, but I've been looking at them. I don't even care, to be honest with you. I don't think they're that special of a car. I don't think they're that special of a car. If the dealerships are now glorified parts exchanges, if you don't notice where we're heading, you can't change directions where we should be. Papa, what's your um, go-to for Coyote Boost Controller setup? AMS 2000. AMS 2000. Oh, but it's 1500 bucks. AMS 2000. 
What shop do you recommend in Central Ohio for a dino so I can get my two finals T56? None. Oh, actually, um, Speedline or Speedline. Ah, fuck, fuck. I forget the name. He used to work with Homeboy, uh, Queef. Um, but he's 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 on his own and he's been pretty good about about everything. Google and internet have replaced people reading books and manuals. Just pay someone dominatrix to kick you the balls about the same experience as paying an engine builder. I, you know what? I, I, I get it. And, you know, I totally understand a guy buying a car like Jay and Cuban Coyote and a bunch of other guys that just buy a car that has a good bottom end from the factory, three or four bolt-ons and good fuel away from nines and maybe high eights. Like a C6, C7ZR1, it's $150,000 or whatever the fuck it is. But like if you want to get into the 9s, Stock Coyote, Gen 2, fuck the 10R. I am so sick and tired of hearing people complain about the 10R when I've told everybody the 10R is the biggest piece of shit in terms of consistency. Can you go fast? Of course. But it is not consistent enough for me to want to fuck with it. So that's why I got rid of the truck. Major Toss says, off topic, that Justin doing an interview was solid. Nice to see he's not a clueless moron that actually knows his stuff. I, I appreciate that. So me and him have been paying phone tag for a while now. And I, I said, hey, man, I got to lock you in because if we don't do it before the end of the year, we're, we're never going to get this interview in. Things are going to get busy. He's got a life. He's got a family. He's got a wife. I am not looking to upset his life. And the only time I could do it was when I was on vacation and he was working. And it's basically for turn five basically he says i'm gonna do this on the behalf of turn five basically because i am representing turn five so which is the parent company of american muscle and a couple other places and he goes i can get away with doing it for a couple of hours during work hours and i'm like cool because during the weekend and the week and after work he just wants to spend time with his daughter and his wife he's happy uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry New Year, Alex, and good work on GT500 Motor. I didn't do anything. I just took it apart and start, tried to diagnose what the issue was, and it looks to be mostly valve train related. Everyone's just afraid to they'll get canceled or fired because of how they truly feel. Trans out tunable GT500 gets gapped by a $68,000 Whippled Coyote. I agree. Hey, Alex, changing my OPGs to 15 Mustang. Would you recommend a certain timing chain set, head gasket, or OEM 800, 1100, 800 to 1000? Thinking about changing them while I'm in there. I mean, doesn't Ford Performance have an upgraded set? GT500 all pump gears, GT500 pump, GT500 pickup tube, Ford Performance crank sprocket. I, I don't think you should go too crazy. This is why I went track hawk on them. Uh, someone else built my Gen 3, and you already know the rest. Michael Camacho, I know. And Jay Walker verifies what I'm saying. He goes, yeah, this is a lot of the reason why I moved to the exotics and high-end cars that are fast from the factory. just require tuning and bolt-downs to run a good number, less headaches. So people are going to go, Alex, you know, this is how people use – this is the fuzzy math people do. If I go 8-stick, if I somehow make that happen after this debacle, so people from that are going to go, oh, my God, Alex went 8-stick. I could probably do that. It's probably a $50,000 car, a blower, E85, good transmission, and I'm good. No. This car has cost me $60,000 to buy, $40,000 plus to fix so that is a hundred thousand dollars after taxes after this the money that I have left over after paying the man 15 times paying irs 20k about because of the youtube stuff every year and i somehow after many years of owning this car have whittled it down to being 
$100,000 that I put into this car and it's currently motorless, okay? So let's say in four years, I spent $100,000 of my money. That's that's exotic car money if you want to talk about monthly payment. You know what I mean? So it, it's not it's not like, a, oh, it, 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 it's a Shelby GT500 that went eight, so that cost this. No, no, it, I have over 100 into this car, and I still don't have a working car. Reginald Johnson says, on the Trinity 5.8 engine and the Coyote Gen 3, both just saying plasma arc welding to make this on the walls. Is it possible to get the bore cylinder for large? Yes, already No, it's impossible. <laughs> yes, you can sleeve anything. My motor is sleeved. Um, if you were to build a motor again in the Shelby or even a Coyote in the future, now how would you go about it? Jared Wells, good question. Keep it under 1100 Stock sleeves. Coyote. Um, rods and pistons. Stock heads, stock cams, rods and pistons. Basically, an illuminator. And be done with it. Now, if you want to go stage four crazy, yeah, you got to go aluminum rods, certain pins, certain certain chain timing set, certain oil pump. You, know, you have to really do your vetting and you have to have a, a very unique piston design for that RPM, the skirts, all that bullshit. So it, it depends on what you're doing. But Alejandro Flores wants to go 790s tops in the Fairmont. And that's going to be done on a stock bottom end Gen 3 and a Gen 2 head and a lock cam setup. And it's probably going to be blow through. Do you know why I want to do blow through carburetor coyote at this point? Because I'm sick and tired of sensors fucking with my life. I'm sick and tired of a, of a, of a stupid, dumb thing causing the car not to perform well where you have to now just whittle it down like the Fairmont? So remember the Fairmont after a while? It just wouldn't, wouldn't launch good. It would just stutter all the way down the track. It was whittled down to be a, a connector on the PCM that was intermittent touching. How the hell would I have diagnosed that? No codes were active. It was just shutting the pump on and off. Only, only when the new owner of the Fairmont motor got the harness and was putting things together after it was all taken apart by somebody else, he noticed that on the PCM itself... Uh, there was a bit of a, a funky situation with one of the pins and one of the connectors on the PCM. He ended up getting new new parts, and it fixed, so far, the issue. Okay, $100,000 hits differently. Most of us are still peasant level. It's $100,000. 30000 shy of a thirty or $50,000 shy of a Viper. I could have had a Viper sitting in the, in the garage that just works. This thing is now on jack stands, no motor in it, and I'm 100 in. Did you check the bore straightness? No, because that, again, the bore straightness, is there was no bottom end issue. I repeat, because everyone wants me to put a billet motor in this thing for some reason. There was no bottom end issue. It was a lack of boost. So if you want to go down the rabbit hole, you might as well just replace every single fucking part on this car. But you can't. You have to do the proper vetting. So you take the cam caps off. You look for the cross hatching. I am not going to get a bore gauge and start checking the bore, taking the pistons out, checking the ring gap. You got to be smart about this. You got to go, okay, it was not seeing boost. 
Bottom man was okay. I wasn't losing oil. I wasn't burning oil. There are no score marks on the bore. Why the fuck would I take all that apart? This is why the YouTube comments, all those videos are absolute hella AIDS. I watch these videos on blowthroughs. I sold and want to try it. Carb just worked. Nothing wrong with that. Exactly. Carburetors just worked. I drove my uh, notch car wash yesterday, power wash underneath, put some hose clamps on the on the, on the the lines that I told you guys I'd have to put hose clamps on. That thing just works, bro. It vroom, drives. It just does what it's supposed to do. And I'm like, why the hell do I keep messing with stuff that sensors and dumb shit that I, I really don't need time to fuck with? No offense. I'm not looking to be the fastest dude. So if you want to be the fastest dude, yes, you need crankcase pressure, you need EGT, you need knock sensor, you need everything. But if you're just trying to go sevens in a Fox, 30 pounds of booze, vaya con Dios, hope the car survives, look at the plugs, and if everything's good, that's it. That's all you should be doing. It's got plenty of fuel, yep. Got a good boost reference on the carb, yep. Got 30 pounds of boost, yep. Got a good transmission, yep. It's a fucking turbo 400. Let's check some plugs after a couple of pulls, manipulate timing with an MSD grid, and call it a fucking day. You cannot put AC in the car for the amount of money, then time you have um, this botched engine. Yeah, okay. Why not get TKM involved? <laughs> Tony Spadafino. How many motors have you gotten built by them? Let, let's, do, let's do some... Let, let's do some... How many motors have you... You... Got built by them. Have you ever seen a TKM 5458? The only other person I would trust is like two or three, and they'll be rena- uh, remain nameless. Is Michael Rauscher at LM. Michael Rauscher at LM. Nobody else. We're certainly too busy to work on your Trinity. There's no illuminator for GT500. Holy shit, people don't know what they're saying exactly. You should do a leak down test to see. So that way you don't have. Uh, smash your devour. This, this is why. This is. he. Unreal. There was no issue with leak down. There was a valve train issue. Why should I then now rebuild the whole fucking thing? So, so you're telling me to spend $5,000 more. That's what you're saying, right? You're saying take all the pistons out of the fucking thing, check everything, possibly resleeve it, by the way. P- people don't understand what it takes. So you're basically saying I should redo the whole bottom end. That's what you're saying. That's $5,000 more on an already forged bottom end and sleep. You guys are psycho. Um, Tony, where are you at? Tony, Tony, wh- where are you, Tony Spotafino? You said, why not get them involved? So how many motors have you sent them? How many 5458s have you seen them build? Go. My goodness. Leak down test checks for valve sealing, not bottom end, unless the rings are totally gone. And we know that's not the case. Exactly. But again, if you are a layman and you listen to these people, you would be like, dude, what the fuck is wrong with people? Like, you'd be like, oh, oh, oh I got to do that? Do I have to do a leak down test? Bro, the shade tree mechanics are out today. And they're here. I'm glad that they're here. I'm just saying, you. what do you think I've been doing off camera? Do you think I'm waiting for your comments on the YouTube chat to do stuff? Try to connect the dots here. The cylinder uh, where the oil covered 
intake valve is on the same cylinder that had the oil in the spark plug well. It had like four cylinders in there. GoFundMe rebuild this GT500. <laughs> I'm sure he would have bought an illuminator if it was an option. If there was an illuminator for a GT500, I would have bought it yesterday for $25,000. Hoja says, 2012 GT500 TKM54 and PBH tuned by y'all, I believe. As far as I know, I don't know about any TKM5458s at 1,200 plus horsepower. I don't know any of them. Um, yeah, it's easy to tell people to waste money that isn't theirs to begin with. I love it. Hey, Alex, just spend another three to five and redo the bottom end. What's the big deal? Yes, I have I have TGEY. I have Tegay have done many 4654. I've seen them do some. I mentioned it just to see just to see the issue. No. No. They're fine. I have no issue with them. No. Because I could do what they could do. I have people that could do what they could do. So why would I send it out to have someone do what I can do? Unreal. Alex, you should definitely Magnaflow the entire block. Guys don't like the video. Guys that don't like the video are window liquors. I'm just throwing out ideas that don't cost you much money. Smash or devour. Tell me how a leak down test is going to work on a short block. Smash or devour. Tell me how a leak down test is going to work on a short block. When the heads are known to have an issue. Pressurize the cylinders, intake and exhaust. We're both leaking at top dead center. We remove the rocker. Tell me how a leak down test is going to work on a short block after the heads are off of it. <clears throat> Tony can't even put together a proper sentence right now. He shook. I haven't had any done by that. Oh, 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 gotcha. Window licking fucktard mentality. I haven't had any done by them, but seem to know what they're doing. Well, so did the guy I sent it to. You see where that got me? That is exactly what I'm talking about in this chat, where people have no personal experience with anything and then tell you to take it to them. No, I'm good. Hey, let's let's smoke check that short block. Short block failed leak down test. What? <laughs> Tony the dog has more valuable input at this point. <laughs> you can probably borrow the gauge. You'll be doing it after you get the heads back. Uh, if you listen, listen, everyone on the chat. If you ever post. An engine issue on the chat uh, on YouTube. Do yourselves a favor, ignore everyone in the comment section. Talk to people that have experience with whatever motor you're building and just take it for what it's worth because nobody in the comment section knows what the fuck they're talking about. Monty540, I'm not I'm not gonna use a factory gasket, no. It's gonna be a comedic or something like that. Um, TKM is the Kevin Mullins, I think. The Kevin Mullins. Um, and he does uh, LS, Coyote stuff. Mostly dry deck uh, stuff. Some Predator stuff he's getting into now. So, good for them. He did Brian Luna's motor. Car went sixes. Um, then we talked about some injector phasing shit. And I was just like, okay. 
I've heard good things about MMR, Alex. You should give them a shot. Okay, just mention it. Not making a big deal out of it. <laughs> Don't flame me for making a dumb suggestion based on absolute no experience. Uh, like, you don't think I know these people? You don't think I know these people? You don't think I know these companies? You don't think I've dealt with these companies? You don't think I know the history of the companies? You don't think I have any access to these companies? Come on. I am telling you, I don't trust anybody. I don't trust anybody except maybe two guys, which I will remain nameless, and Michael Rausch or L&M. Nobody else. Uh, touch base on people not wanting to work. Um, I'm nobody special, and I cleared 150k this year because I have to se- because they have to send me from Houston to work in Seattle because they can't find anybody able to work. That's the problem in Florida. Florida is full of absolute lazy motherfuckers. Nobody wants to work here. Everyone wants to fish, hang out, drink, and just do nothing. Nobody wants to actually sit their ass down, head down, and just slam fucking hours at a job somewhere. They just don't do it. I honestly don't. I honestly don't know why you don't go MHS local. Good dude treated me good. So he treated you good on your coyote, and he does five four five eight stuff. But I have no personal experience with the gentleman. He might be the nicest guy on the planet. I have zero personal experience with the guy. I have two other guys on the horn doing some work that I fully trust. PayPal deal for having to deal with peasants today. Happy New Year. Thank you, Hatch450X. Appreciate that. Don't forget the copper sealant on the spray-on rod bearings. <laughs> folks really rent AutoZone leak down for the short... For, folks really saying rent an AutoZone leak down tool on a short block. Um, Brett used, Brett, Brett's a coyote, but he uses FFRE. So does Lund. Um, trouble, I troubleshoot my car problem in Spanish. A Hispanic mechanic somewhere has done a video on it. Um, fast forward, Tony, most, most all small block forward, derp, 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 and derp, and derp. Exactly. Most all small block forward. So you don't own a coyote, five, four, five, eight, no overhead cam stuff. And you're asking me to go somewhere because you heard the name. Let me guess. Cletus's channel. You heard Brian Luna's motors, TKM motor. You heard that TKM has a coyote and a fair lane looking thing. And it runs a great number. Cool. That's race car shit. My shit's wet deck. My shit's a 5458. Nothing special. Again, nothing special. All this car really needed, honestly, to run a decent number, stock heads, um, LM NSR cams, and better rods. Like, you want to build a badass 58, this is what you do rods, pistons, LM NSR cams, and a 10 millimeter chain upgrade. You're done. Done. If you want to sleeve it, sure, you could sleeve it. So let's say if you want to make 1,500 horse plus and throw turbos at this thing, you can go sleeve it, rods, pistons, stock crank, L&M NSRs. Vaya con Dios. And Joe Jackson, I, I think this is why I'm not super mad at the whole situation. I'm mad. Don't get me wrong. I'm pissed off. 10000 bucks is a lot of money. So... At least it's got 12 to 1 pistons in it now. Same rod, same crank. <laughs> and the 10,000 bucks, I don't know what the fuck I did with. Uh, and it's got a 10 millimeter chain upgrade. Cool. I, I have learned so much. And by the time I put everything together, I'll know everything that this 
car has in it. When when I bought the mo- got the motor done, I threw it in, trusting that everything will be good. And then I'm out of I'm out of the loop if I if anything goes wrong. Now I know everything. I know what to look for. I know how to diagnose certain things. I've taken it apart, so I'm not afraid of taking it apart again. I've taken the bottom end, um, just the caps, just to check the bearings. Everything looks pretty good. So so now I at least am not I'm now familiar with the car. So because I'm learning, I'm not super mad at it. That's why I'm saying treat it like tuition. Don't treat it personally. It's a $10,000 learning lesson and I've learned so much. I learned who to never ever use for motors ever again in the history of not only every customer I know, but every build I'm going to have from here on out. Do you think this is going to be my last build? I'm going to have probably 10 more after all this. And every customer that asked me, hey, what should I do? I'm going to say, bro, this is where I should go and I'm going to omit, not not flame, I'm going to omit the people I use because obviously I didn't get good uh, good results. Rouse's engine build in Livonia, they know the Trinity inside and out since all the development and testing there. Wiener schnitzel. So, so you want me to send my motor to Roush? Is that what you're saying? Hey, Wiener schnitzel, do you want me to call Jack Roush personally and go, uh, hello, Roush? <laughs> so I have this Trinity motor and I want to make 1500 horse with it. Can you guys, um, I don't know, do a valve job, five angle valve job, new, uh, Ferrera valves and uh, upgraded valve springs and put the cams in a favorable position for about 30 pounds of boost. Oh, shit, my pants. Thanks. What people are missing is that you've, you've lost, you've lost her. Hmm. So what people are missing is the time you've lost and it hurts more than the 10K. Exactly. The 10K is well above like it's 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 like below. Let me see. It's probably in terms of percentage. Like the ten thousand dollars is fifty percent of the pain. The other fifty percent is the lost time that I have not racing this car. You know what I'm saying? Man, I could go for tall glass of Mexican dick right now, Mister Shelby. Mister Shelby, what are you doing here, Mister Shelby? I can't believe that you're here hanging out with us. The only Shelby truck I had anything to do with was the Dodge Shelby Durango and Dakota. Those are more Shelby than any F-150 piece. Uh, I agree. Look, the Dodge years were rough. It's either Bill Dodge, GLH on me's, or sell my booty hole for 20 bucks a pop. 20? You know what else I was blowing off in the weeds? Your dad. Unreal. I mean, so, you know, you got to look at it that way. Is the time loss is what hurts the most. Time is money. The pen chat is peasant chatting. I'm no five four five eight or gynecologist specialist, but I'm willing to take a look. <laughs> oh my god! Call up Carol Shelby, right? The, the Carol Shelby skeleton could probably do a better job on this motor than anyone else. Jack Cross would say, "Good for you." You can get Shelby to sign it. Send it to Ford. They designed the engine. What the fuck is that noise? Happy New Year's. Um, thank you for keeping the channel real and truthful. Thank you, Bossman Wilson. What percent of builds, either motor or boost, whatever, don't have issues? Curious. For real, for real. Um, I know somebody that has been through about six motors with one engine builder. And he paid him a visit. <laughs> like... He paid him 
a visit. Crazy to me, he didn't take the opportunity to prove how good of a builder he is. Right. If you pay that much for an already built motor that had a chain issue, you would think it's easy. But somehow, there's an issue. I know it's not much, but here's some money to offset the $10,000. Thank you. Look, I appreciate any super tight you guys give me. Just send your motor back to Shelby of America. Time to sell everything and just keep your two valve, one cam LS. You can always make more money, but you'll never get time back. Community College is the new car name. Uh, Community College? No, this would be funnier than that. Even though it's okay. I need a better name than Section Hate because it's now ha- it's now it's not just a money pit. Deal, just go back to homeboy and any that any builder to get screwed over not once but twice. People here asking I with their recommendations, right? Take it back. He's gonna stand behind his product. I learned my lesson. You get one shot with me. You don't get multiple. I got Jack's number if you need it. My uncle works on his planes. Uh, Fletcher Shroud, thank you for the money. He says ten dollars uh, child uh, child support. Basically, it's child support. It's channel support. So, in the next year, now we'll talk about coming up in the last half hour. What, what the goals are for next year. So, what are your goals for next year? A lot of you obviously support the channel. You see what's going on with the channel. You've probably tried to have builds uh, surrounded by some of the advice this channel gives you what are your builds coming up next year what are your plans well for me it's going to be the following eric Brownsby says here's some money to send your engine to some pro indian engine builders overseas right if those guys can make a crankshaft out of a uh boat propeller uh, i can't imagine the trinity motors that hard so i i have the fairmont going to pennsylvania to get um chassis work done the reason I'm I'm doing that on that car is because it's going to be race car only, and I am not, I, I repeat, I am not looking to go sixes, I am not looking to take the world by storm, I am not looking to do anything like that. Hush money is important to me. The car means a lot to me. It's a personal goal that I have with the car, and I want to go sevens with the stock bottom end, Gen 3, Gen 2 heads, and Gen 3 cams. It's going to be basically a stock long block, except it's going to be studded actually you know what it's not studded it's locked cam it's more than likely going to be carbureted because i think i can do it and that's it and honestly like nothing above and beyond a seven second goal now will i be able to achieve that by next year i don't think so because by the time the uh, i want to say the chassis work is going to be at least three to four months i'll probably get it back march april or earlier i already have the motor i have to save up for the transmission and I got to do seats, turbo kit, carburetor, make the intake work. And um, I'm going to keep the, the, the wheels kind of the same. Maybe get a, a, a fatter wheel because it's going to be mini tubbed and a different from front end wheel. But honestly, I, I want it to weigh about 3,300, 3,200 with me in it. And may, if I can get it lighter, great. And run sevens with a turbo 400, blow through MSD grid and turbo and just leave it the fuck alone because that's the goal for next year. I think I can do it, and I don't know if I'll be able to do it by next year. And if I do it by next year, it'll be very late next year, maybe twenty early 2025. That's the main focal point. Corvette's going to get a transmission. It'll probably go nines once we get E85 in it. I smell a little bit of oil, so it might need some freshening up in the, in the valve area or something. Who knows? But no blue smoke, but I, I smell it. So maybe E85 run nines in it that's not a huge goal the fox body's gonna run nine stick i just know it with a 150 shot that's not a huge goal the biggest goal i have next year goals is run eight in the gt500 and 
run sevens in the Fairmont. Then I'll have owned a seven, eight, nine, and ten second car all in one shot. That's the goal. Fox is a ten second and eight car. Corvette should be a nine second stick car. Section eight should be an eight second stick car. And Hush Money should be a seven second blow through carbureted car. A crankshaft from a boat prop. Finish my GTR build. Hopefully, at this point, you can name it C-Section. Section Oil, Skid Mark, Nardi Wins. C-Section? So, yeah, what does that mean, though? Buying a uh, ML built motor. Wish me luck. Hush Money. Run a number consistently, then go home, and then repeat. Exactly. Uh, I'm going uh, third flat track racing on 88 TRX 250 this summer. Cars are expensive to race. I met a guy yesterday at the car wash he's like hey i see you got a muscle car i go eh, it's not really a muscle car whatever i was like well you know tell me about you know what's going on he's like yeah i'm a i can't i just moved down from new york state i said cool and he had a snowmobile or a snow machine depending on where you're from what do you call it in the back of his uh nissan i go why do you have a snow snowmobile here he goes i do asphalt racing he asphalt races a snowmobile and i'm like well you probably came to the wrong spot you know, he's like, no, no, there's, there's, there's spots here and stuff, but um, I'm trying to get into the racing crowd, and there's not much going on out here. There's a lot of exotic and a lot of um, imports, but there's a lot of not a lot of muscle cars here. And I told him to go to the Cars and Coffee on uh, the 27th, and they, I'm sure he'll meet some muscle car guys there. But honestly, I don't have much faith that he'll find, like, legit muscle car people there. Michael Mayer says... Alex, the main issue in this world is that we expect the people to think, work with common sense like us. In reality, it'll never happen, and that sucks. Name it, intentional, international student. Oh, come on. You got to be better. Your motor should have been the main build that was perfect for the platform and long-reaching audience you have. So, Scott, I wasn't looking for that specifically. What, what I wanted was a, what I thought at the, fact, at, at the time, competent engine builder to diagnose what happened. Chain broke. Okay, now... Valves gave me the option of going higher compression piston. Okay, I took his recommendation. Cool. Paid 10 grand. Cool. Car comes back, doesn't do shit. I wasn't asking him to say, hey, this channel's really going to pop off with this motor. And I really would appreciate if you can give me some kind of like, I don't know, special deal. Like, really, like, like, like I just wanted the motor to be built. But now this channel is serving as the opposite. It's serving as an eye-opening experience and, and you know, you take it for what it's worth. Sorry about the amount of nose bullshit I'm going through. The sad part is building a motor isn't hard, says Matt 20GT. The hard part is having the self-discipline to triple check everything, take your time to check specs again, basically give a fuck. Now, Bondo Bird did have a uh, good comment. He goes, so since the cam caps were swapped, 10 and 9, does that mean you have to rebore? And redo the cam side of things. And that's the other issue. Whoever gets the cylinder heads is probably going to want the cams to check that also. And if I then have to then redo the cam journals, oh boy, you want to talk about a bill. I got a stupid deal on a Gen 3R from a GT500. 750 wheel horsepower with a Lund tube, PMAS ID1050s, long tubes, and a Ford Racing Twin 65 possible. Not on pump gas, but on E85, yes. I wouldn't trust pump gas at that um, at that boost level, which is like probably a, a, a 2.6 or 2.8 upper. A 2.8 upper 
uh, on a Gen 3R with that what you just said. Need D85, ID 1050Xs, and twin booster pumps on a 14 GT500, and it should do okay. 2024 goals, fuel system and a Luntune, buy Forge, buy Forge parts because my shit's going to pop any day now. Just called the GT500, mucho dinero. Um, sorry, late to the chat, says Manic50. We had some dirty windows that needed cleaning. <laughs> Alex on booger sugar. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. It, it, the allergies are ridiculous. I'm probably going to pass out after this. Like, I wanted to go to the gym and enjoy my Sunday. I'm probably going to just go to sleep because the Benadryl is starting to kick in. Um, did this guy not think about the rebuttal when you found out it was trash? I think he thought I was going to send it back to him. Right, let, 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 let's talk about that. I think he thought, oh, if there's any issue, just bring it back to me. And I'm like, no, you don't get it. Just bring it back. Pull the motor out, which is a massive undertaking for me with my current tools and space. So I did that. And I said, before I even decide on who to take it on, let me have Jake come over and help me out with this. Jake does not want to be on video because he feels, that, you know, he's going to catch trap. No, I'm saying, no, you're not, but whatever. So once we saw the misnumbered cam caps, the open valves, once we took the rockers off, we're like, this is wild. We saw no debris in the cylinder head that could cause the issue. You know, I'm like, is it my fault? So, and then we saw the the cam journals and stuff like that and, and the keyway. And, and I'm like, I, I don't think I'd ever take it back with homeboy i don't think i'd ever take it back to homeboy because i don't if i paid you ten thousand dollars and that's what i received for work imagine what it's gonna look like for zero point zero dollars no thank you is gray goose on a standalone no stock gen 2 computer kyle are you at hong kong continuing education call it the diversity student or higher i think it's hard to build a motor it takes a long time to check everything and then to put at that point trying to figure out how to fix the actual issue with the right machine. Motor assembly is not hard if you know the basics. Uh, the hardest part is going to be dialing in the cams because it just takes a long time. But you need to know the specs. If you're, if you're going to um, um, do a custom piston or something, you have to know based on experience what piston works with what. So I saw that senior had an 11 to 1 compression bottom end. I thought, why not a 12 to 1? No higher than 30 PSI. I have seen some of the motors that he's built on in my ticket system, and they made 1,100-ish, you know, even though seniors made 1,250 somehow, which blows my mind. 2024 goal is to run 9, 2021, 2021 GT500 with a stock blower pulley. Nice. Engine assembly, on the other hand, should be too hard in theory. It's possible he has a shop help turning wrenches. Uh, still don't excuse the product delivered. I, EPA says, I think... He thought it was going to drive normal for a little bit. And then when things went wrong, just blame you or chalk it up to crazy. But but stuff happens. Yeah, you know what I've heard from cer cer certain motor builders? That's racing. Well, that's racing. So my metric is the previous motor. Four years, never came out of the car, making over 1,200 horsepower. And the car just went A to B all the time. By the time I bought it, it must have been driven within an inch of its life. It must have had a couple of burnouts done to it. Maybe the previous owner was very, let's say, green to this car shit. And when I got it, it was down on power, making, you know, maybe 1,100 or so. Maybe valve springs were compromised. Maybe hit the limiter too many times. Maybe he hit the chip too many times. I don't know. But that was my metric. 
this motor from this motor builder lasted this long with stock front chains, 10 to 1 pistons, and basic basic bitch cams. And then I get it back and it, it, it lasts 300 miles. If I were him, I would have sent a carrier to pick up the car. Ah, hatch 450X. Now you're talking my language. If I were him, I would have sent the car to carry pick up to pick up the car fix every issue you pointed out put some nice stuff on it you didn't pay for put everything back together document video then return that wasn't even a thing it was like well i'll be down there in a month so maybe i can try swapping the springs out why are we swapping the springs out you checked them they were fine right People assume I have this shop that I can just take the motor out and just put it on the ground like within like three or four hours. No, dude, I have a full life. To pull the motor out, I'm doing it at like midnight. I'm doing it at 9, 10, 11 at night, going out there and then getting up super early before the gym, working on the car. Then after work, between work and the show times, I am working on the car. It's a huge thing. BJ Fossey says... Engine assembly isn't hard. Um, it's the tedious machine work that's the issue. I've been through five or more machine shops that are retards. You better be the machine shop if you value time, quality, and work. Hey, man. Um, you know how Holly sucks? Ace's performance for LS standalone seemed like a much better source. Ever heard of them? Going to use Holly because I already have it. Wish me luck. I, I don't even know where he's going with that. That's racing is, is a slap in the face after giving someone so much money. That's racing. That's racing. Um, what's crazy is getting a customer like you is awesome for exposure. I would go above and beyond, especially considering the amount of eyes that'll see the good or bad on the build. Now, I got recommended people like Jordan at Modular Head Shop. I got recommended people down here in South Florida. I got recommended FFRE. I got recommended many things. I'm not saying any of those people are bad. I'm just saying I have in my ticket system, in my life, in anything, I those people do not have experience with 5458 stuff. Now, FFRE is probably Billy Badass, but they're probably like, we don't want to touch F5458. One, there's not that much volume, and it's not that good of a motor. No offense, the four-valve architecture isn't great when being compared to Coyote. So if FFRE was like, bro, I love you, I'm just going to concentrate on the Billy Badassery that is Coyote. It's still being manufactured to this day. Ford is still pumping out parts. Ford is still refining the Coyote via the 24 Gen 4 version. So why would I go out of my way and start a 5458 program when it's a dinosaur? Imagine someone like an FFRE does Viper, V10, Big Block, Small Block, you name it. Now he has to eventually like train or get machinery or get well disciplined to start a 5458 program when that motor is not really being used by the majority of people so i don't blame someone like ffre for going eh i don't want to offer a 5458 program modular head shop don't know the guy seems like a good guy seen some of the videos i just don't have any personal experience on his build in the ticket system or in in real life um when i had a cam cap break I had to have my cylinder heads redone for MMR billet cam caps and had to replace my cam. The cam that was bent replaced all the cams. You have trust issues because you've been disrespected over, over, and over. Absolutely. It's not racing when you put 300 miles on a build. Uh, exactly. It never got raced. 
if imagine okay so there's a see a lot of people need to understand this if you go out there and lay on the limiter or you have an overboost issue let's say you got a turbo car and a brand new fresh build <coughs> you go on the dyno line got pinched somewhere and it's all 55 pounds of boost i'm not going to blame the builder if it blows up i go yeah we had a boost control issue so um you know i'm going to send the motor back to you and uh assess the damage and uh fix it up and we're good imagine the same person breaks the car in driving it normally the first time he goes what on a controlled boost setup it doesn't make any power they're gonna go what's going on so so that's not racing at that point that's that's like the motor basically failed on braking let's just say that weird how you can rag on a stock bottom end forever but then you pay 10 grand for a built bottom end. No, 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 no. Smash your devour. You are way off base here. You are way off base here. That motor was already built. The motor I sent to the motor builder had a stock crank, forged rods, badass pistons, sleeved bottom end. Already done. Already done. It went to him because it had a valve train issue. Broken secondary chain. I was upgraded to better pistons, <coughs> same rod, same same rod, same crank, same block. Valve job, 10 millimeter chains, 10 grand. So, of course, you'd be uh, reluctant to take it back to him. This is the reason my 90 Camaro SS, there, I got rid of my SS Camaro. There's like two, in my opinion, trustworthy LT1 builder tuners on the East Coast and Rather have a stock motor than and and boost than than if the motor builds up a swap and illuminator. Do you think it's worth fixing up a YouTube channel, firing up a YouTube channel, document the Holly stuff? No, I don't. I don't. You'd be the eight thousandth guy that does that. But you could do it if you have a, a, a genuine twist on things. But I don't know what you're looking to get. Are, do do you have a lot of experience? Do you have a cool project? Is it weird, or is it just you in your house and hoping people take an interest in you in your house and your in your Holly stuff? It's not like Alex was out there doing dumb burnout like Cletus exactly. Could you imagine what option one on the build would have cost? Consisted of JB Weld chained back together. <laughs> All of the options were seven to eight thousand dollar options, and I chose the bigger one because I'm like, oh, let, 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 let's let's make sure the chain because the chain broke. So I said, let's upgrade the chain at least. Upgraded the chain, and I think that's that and the pistons, and that's the only two parts that didn't fail. The parts that were already good. The the bad parts, the valves and springs, are still bad. Hey, Wheeler, uh, the Jocko Bell says, I'm taking my T5 out of my Fox. What auto would you say is best for my small block Ford? I drive the car all over the place in AOD. 4R70W. AODE, something like that. It's fourth. You duck. The 297 trans... Okay, what's happening? Smash and Devar saying it's, it's in general. I can't believe that... Is what you got for ten grand? I can't believe it either. Who's doing the Fairmont, and when do you have? Um, when do you hope to have it driving? Um, clutch dumping. I'm not going to say who's doing the chassis work unless he's okay doing it. I'm paying good money. I'm paying twenty grand, twenty grand on top of the ten that I did with GT500 to have the Fairmont get a legal cage, front tubular, rear um, a mini tub. Vaya con Dios. Hopefully everything works out. How the hell was that 10k? 10k for that? Damn. Uh, okay. So you okay. So let's say let, let let let's how much are pistons? 
1800 bucks. Oh, you know what I could do? I could pull up the invoice. I'll pull up the, I'm not going to show you guys, but I'll, 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 uh, I'll actually read off the invoice. Here it is. Oh, it's the other. I have like five um, Gmails. Oh, I got a P. Fuck. Uh, Here we go. Okay. Let's go through the invoices. Okay, so I received four different invoices. The first one was for 8700 bucks, And it was going to be home cylinders to proper piston and valve for coated pistons, meaning the stock pistons. The, uh, sorry, the pistons that were in it were going to be uh, recoded, honed the block, and put them in there. Home cylinders, polished crank, check mains, clean block, clean parts, reconditioned heads, check spring rate, Tip heights, valve job, seals, and polished cams. Tear down labor, da 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 da, 2860. So I want to, uh, uh, piston coating, new rings, new gasket, uh, new guide set, new primary chains, 8 millimeter, upgraded secondary chains, da da da, 3340, da 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 da. So the total bill of that would have been basically same pistons, same pistons. Okay, so the pistons were fourteen hundred bucks. So the same pistons, valve job, honing, and all this bullshit would have been eighty seven, eighty seven hundred bucks. So the uh, biggest invoice, which is what I opted for, was the ten thousand dollar invoice. Let me see this one. Here you go, this one, because I'm stupid. Uh, was the same exact shit. But the piston and chains went up, like substantially, like like, like eighteen hundred bucks. So basically, pistons and chains brought it from eight thousand <laughs> on an already fucking built motor to ten thousand. And based on what I saw, I, I think the biggest build should have been seven thousand. Yeah, he gave some options, correct. And I took the top, t- so so options were given, four different things, and I said, give me all of it. Give me the $10,000 option. And y'all saw what I got for the best option. I do a 9-inch 8.8. There's no need to do a 9-inch on, on the Fox body uh, that runs sevens. <clears throat> do you still see yourself getting into 350 game with a couple of years? Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Because I don't think I'm going to keep um, the Fox body long-term. I love that car, but it's cool, but... It seems like another big, big project. Meaning like, I got to go through a lot of stuff to make that thing work. I want to just run nines as cheap as possible with that car. Um, how does that guy sleep at night charging 11000 for chains and pistons? What's the labor rate? 1000 an hour? No idea. It wasn't broken down. Line item, line item. <clears throat> um, Hoosier says, in my opinion, you're being taken for a ride if that's what you're paying for with Fairmont work. I hope it all works for you. Really? Hoosier? Really? Hoosier? How much is... A mini tub, in your opinion, because here we go, here we go. The how how much, how many cars have you mini tubbed? How many Fox bodies have you mini tubbed? And tell me how much a mini tub is. Then tell me how much a Chrome Molly 850 certified cage is. And then tell me the front tubular on a Fox body, how much it is to be done 
Tell me, please, please tell me. A mini tub alone is like at least 4,500 bucks. Do you think he's just buying the tubs, cutting it out, and doing No, he's doing through-the-floor subframes. He's tying in the torque boxes to everything in the back. He's relocating the shocks inboard. What the fuck? You think 20000 bucks for chassis work is expensive? That's actually on the cheap side. A full, a full cage? Front tubular frames in front of the towers? And all of its mounting points and all of the labor and all... You think? You think it, I'm being taken for a ride at 20000 bucks? Go ahead and mini tub a Fox body, move the shocks inboard, tie the torque boxes in so that everything is good, through the floor subframe connectors, 850 cage, which is 10 point, and front tubular. Tell me, go ahead, tell me. Tell me how much you think that should be it. Oh, that should be that should cost. 10,000 bucks? 5,000 bucks? Bro, it's exactly what it costs. Go ahead and look on um let me see, like X275 cars on Facebook. There's an X275 parts and sell thing. X275. And they sell rolling chassis. And, you know, some guys are selling... Uh, da, 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 da. 89 mini tub, very nice, all the paint, perfect quarter glass, 850 colors, MSD grade. Oh, shit, I should just buy this car. Hi, four cent car. If Sears call me over detail, da, 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 is there a motor in it? So he wants thirty eight five for a NAS launcher. Da, 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 Sears car color, no tire kicker. So let me let's look at this car. Shit. Oh no, it's got it's, it's no. I don't, I don't want nothing to do with this thing. It's a, I already have this. Oh no, I don't like it at all. Yeah, see, I don't like this car. So basically, I think he wants the roller to be twenty one five, but it is a notch back that I don't want. I already have that. So he has a roller, and it looks like to be 850 cage, mini tub, da 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 He said 38.5 turnkey, which is 40000 bucks, or 21.5. And people say, why don't you just buy a notch for 21.5 roller? And it's because I want the Fairmont. I want the Fairmont to be done. So this is 20000 bucks, basically, a rolling chassis. I have this. I already have a white notch. but Or or complete high second, high four-second car, rolling chassis for uh with without all the shit i'm gonna do for uh 38.5 so my fairmont is gonna have a cage so twenty thousand dollars i already got the motor transmission's gonna cost me maybe 10 so i'm gonna be that and turbo kit shit i'm gonna be into it for less than 40 and i'll probably have a seven second car i understand you guys are gonna go you should just buy the notch i have the notch it is it is normal I thought you'd be in the 15K range. You haven't more done than what I initially heard you say. Everyone calm down. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, that's the thing, right? Like, and that's the thing. A lot of people gloss over what I say. Don't really listen. Um, and typically go, oh, well, that you're, get, you're getting taken for a ride. Then when I explain what needs to get done, they go, oh, wait, 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 wait. So on this episode, and we've seen with Tony and Hoosier, and again, Hoosier didn't hear everything I had to say, and Tony... Kind of stepped in it a little bit, Spotafino. Basically, underline what this peasant chat episode is about. If you have never done it, and if you have never paid for it, and if you have never, ever experienced something you're about to give advice on, don't talk on it. 
I have never gone sevens. I can't talk about sevens. I've never gone sixes. I can't talk about sixes. Have I tuned, been around, and seen cars do it based on what we've done? Absolutely. But Tony's like, go to this guy. And he has never had any work done by them in terms of the modular head game and me being available in the ticket system, seeing thousands of cars that have builds by every engine builder on the planet. And I tell you, I hesitate to take my car to any shop except two, and two of them are not modular, uh, uh, four valve, five, four, five, eight guys. That, that has to carry some weight based on the amount of data that I have. And also, we talked about this episode, just because you have a very fast car does not mean you know what the hell you're talking about or know what you're doing. I know many pro mod guys that don't know a goddamn thing, but they paid, they paid $100 plus thousand dollars to have a chassis built. They pay $80 plus thousand dollars for engine and power adder, and then they pay $5,000 a, a week for their tuner to be there all week only to then go home and go on Facebook and give terrible, terrible, terrible advice on builds. But Alex, I saw a YouTube video, and they seem cool. So I'm an expert now. Stepped in it, gang, gang. Says Master Devour. These Nuts says, Happy New Year's Eve. I can get you in touch with Doug Klein. You're paying too much, brother. I have advice. Take it. I'll get you his personal number. I'm good because I have personal personal experience with the person I am doing business with and I am happy with the number he gave me and he's been extremely communicative and I'm going to take my car to him and give him some business if he is okay with me telling the people who he is after the Fairmont's been done I'll do that but there's no need to shout things out right now all right guys I'm out of here I'm going to uh, go ahead and uh, try to get to the gym later on after the Benadryl wears off Hopefully you guys enjoy your New Year. New Year is one of those days that a lot of people reflect back on, you know, bullshit. But don't get emotional. Don't be a fucking homo. Just get out there and get shit done. Don't sit there crying because you didn't do this or did that. And don't say New Year, New Me because tomorrow you're still the same motherfucker you were today. So just, you know, see it as another fucking day. Celebrate. Have fun. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Don't do anything stupid because my family has a terrible track record on New Year's Day when they go out and get fucking smashed and drive and fucking cause accidents. So I'm staying my ass home just so that bad juju hasn't worn off on me. Have a good rest of your Sunday. Happy New Year. I'll see you guys on January 2nd, Tuesday for Talking Shit Tuesday. We'll get the New Year started right, clear out the sponsor uh, board, and we'll see who wants to hop on board the Talking Shit channel and this channel so we can uh, go ahead and support the channel, support builds, and get you as much content in 2024 as much as we can. Have a good rest of your Sunday. See you guys later. Bye.